0: I'm Hazel Goodman and welcome to The Winner's Call. I am so excited to share God's word with you today. He led you to this podcast because he has great plans for your life. You are born to win, born to reign in life. You are no ordinary person. You are destined by God for greatness. I'm born to win. I'm born to reign in life. Today's teaching is entitled The Holy Spirit. Your destiny helper. But before we begin, let's pray. Pray this simple prayer with me. Ask the Lord, say, Dear Lord, send my word. Send the word that I need in this hour. Go ahead, pray that prayer. Speak to me by your word, Lord. Send the word I need to hear. Go ahead, tell him. Now give him thanks for it. Thank you, Father. Thank you for sending my word today. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, you heard the prayer of your children. Send the word that someone needs today. Let them hear the word they need. Let no one leave the same. And Lord, to you be all the glory. To you be all the honor and the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. The Holy Spirit, your destiny helper. I love the Holy Spirit. And the discovery of our purpose and the effective use of our gifts in fulfilling our purpose in life is impossible without the help of the Holy Spirit. Without His wisdom, the fulfillment of our glorious God-ordained destinies is impossible. John chapter 14 verse 26. John chapter 14 verse 26. Listen. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. Now let's listen to that. That was the New King James Version. Let's listen to it now in the Amplified. I love this. Listen, John 14, 26, the Amplified Version. But the Comforter, Counselor, Helper, Intercessor, Advocate, Strengthener, Standby, you see all that he is? The Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, In my place to represent me and act on my behalf, he will teach you all things and he will cause you to recall, will remind you of, bring to your remembrance everything I have told you. Hallelujah. What is the meaning of purpose? Let's let's start there. In our context, we will define it simply as the reason for which God created you. Hallelujah. The reason he brought you into being the reason for which you were given life. Genesis chapter 1, verse 28, And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful, and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. There is something you came on the planet to do. There is a purpose for which God created you, and it's a very important purpose. God doesn't make anything haphazardly. All things were created by him, and all things have a divine purpose and plan designed by him. And if you don't fulfill the purpose, there will always be a void in your life. There'll be a void in your family, and a greater void in your generation. Now, you may have money, cars, houses, and even world recognition, but there will be a void. The world news, as we know, is full of the -the behind-the-scenes madness of the so-called rich and famous. So that a person has money and fame doesn't mean they are fulfilling their God-designed purpose. In fact, many people spend years in unhappy jobs just for the money or the benefits. And then they wonder why they're sick. Mm, God forbid, that shall not be you under the sound of my voice. Say amen. Now, That doesn't necessarily mean a person should just jump up and quit their job, (laughs) right? No, but it means that you should make up your mind to discover your purpose and commit to working on it after your job hours, right? So instead of coming home and watching TV or just, you know, scrolling through social media or seeing what somebody cooked today or telling them what you cooked today, you know, get quiet. Get quiet. Lord, there's more. What am I here to do? There's more. It's not over. I'm not finished yet. If you start working on your purpose, you will discover that you no longer hate going to your job. Why? When you are doing what you were created to do, you know, it infuses you with a supernatural strength, unusual joy. You're no longer tired. You're no longer weary. People retire from their jobs tired. <laughs> In fact, they look forward to retirement. Because many are just tired. But there's something that you are here to do, something that you are here to give, to share. Retirement is not in the Bible. It's not a biblical word, it's not in the Bible at all. They didn't retire, they fulfilled their purpose and then they went to be with the Lord. There is something that's been deposited in you, and that is the key to your fortune, real fortune, and your inner peace. In other words, you will have fulfillment in doing it. And, and, and it doesn't matter that 50 million other people may be doing it. The way you do it will be unique and much needed. Fulfilling your God-given purpose will also advance someone's destiny. Isn't that interesting? In other words, you are someone's destiny helper, just as the Holy Spirit is your destiny helper. You know, we we often pray to God to connect us with our destiny helpers. But we must also know that we are destiny helpers. What you are carrying, the gift that's hidden in you, someone desperately needs. It will empower them to fulfill the purpose for which God created them. For example, listen, think of the books that you may have read that transformed you, woke you up and turned you around, or, or gave you an understanding of something you may have been struggling with. Who knows the countless hours that writer labored to deliver that gift to you? Think about the teacher that had the greatest impact on you, perhaps as far back as kindergarten, maybe high school or college. What would have happened if God hadn't sent she or he your way, (laughs) bearing that special gift that made learning pleasurable for you, that caused you to discover some hidden talent you had or some gift that you had? What if they didn't take the gift seriously, their teaching gift, and instead, you know, went to work in some other field because they needed more money, they thought? What about the pastor God sent your way just at the right time? Maybe even on the internet, who spoke a word that catapulted you to your next level when you were just about to sink. What if he or she didn't answer the call on their life? What would have happened? Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 15. Jeremiah chapter 3 verse 15 and i will give you pastors according to my heart who will feed you with knowledge and understanding the holy spirit helps you to discover and fulfill the purpose for which god created you he has the blueprint for every human being's destiny he has the plans john chapter 16 verse 13 john chapter 16 verse 13 how be it when he the spirit of truth is come He will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. You know, it's amazing how believers can live their entire lives making their own plans, asking God to bless their plans, but never asking the Lord, never checking in with the Holy Spirit if they have the right plan. For many, the thought never even crosses their mind. Major decisions, minor decisions, God has given you a helper who can see into your future. But we go around consulting the experts, taking this class and that class, only to one day discover you've been following your own agenda. Listen to Isaiah 50 verse 11. Isaiah chapter 50 verse 11. Behold all ye that kindle a fire, that compass yourselves about with sparks, Walk in the light of your fire and in the sparks that you have kindled. This shall you have of mine hand. You shall lie down in sorrow. Come on, say with me, God forbid. Come on, say it. God forbid. Say, that shall not be me. That shall not be me. And in the mighty name of Jesus, no, it shall not. Because what that scripture is saying is, you know, go ahead, do your own thing. Don't ask me. Just do what seems right to you. And in the end, you know, there's a proverb that says, there's a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Proverbs fourteen twelve. that shall not be us in Jesus' name. Now, how do we engage the help of the Holy Spirit in discovering our true purpose, in fulfilling our glorious destinies? Number one, be born again. Be born again. John chapter three, verse three to eight. Listen to this. Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes and you hear the sound of it, but cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the spirit. So what God, what Jesus is saying to us there is that when you come to Christ, when you, when you're born again, when you give your life to Christ, a change takes place. Number one, the Holy Spirit comes to dwell in you. So you have now divine help. You have the Spirit of God guiding you, counseling you, directing you. And, you know, you have this supernatural ability that comes to, to you know, overcome the challenges of life. You know how the Bible says that we are overcomers? That's what happens. People start to wonder at you. They may see you going through something. They know that things are not, you know, all together, all good in your life. They may know of a particular challenge that you're passing through. Yet there's a peace about you. Yet there's a joy about you. Yet you're still speaking words of faith. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. All things are working together for my good. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. You're not going down. You're not depressed. Why is that? That's the gift of being born again. That's the gift of having your spirit man renewed by the Holy Spirit dwelling in you and also quality time spent meditating in the Word of God. And so that's why it's critical to be born again, so that you have access to the guidance of the Holy Spirit and the power of God by His Word to override the challenges of life. Number two, number two, we're looking at how to engage the help of the Holy Spirit You know, in fulfilling our purpose and finding our purpose. Number two, make quiet time to sincerely ask the Holy Spirit for God's plan for your life. Lord, what am I here to do? What am I here to be? What's next for me? Talk to him like you would a close friend. Matthew chapter 7, verses 7 to 8. Matthew chapter 7, verses 7 to 8. Ask and it shall be given you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh, receive it. And he that seeketh, it, findeth. It. And to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. Listen for the answer. You know, I'm sure it won't be a surprise to you either when it comes. Because it's usually something you enjoy doing or that you do naturally. It's the thing you would do even if you were not being paid for it. Number three, number three, do it. When he tells you and he reveals it to you, begin. You may start small, but begin, take a step. John chapter 2, verse 5. Listen to this. John chapter 2, verse 5. This is uh, the first miracle Jesus performed, and it was at a wedding feast. And what happened was they ran out of wine, right? They wanted to serve the governor wine, but all the wine had finished. And that was a big deal. You know, that means shame is looming in the air. And so the, the servants, you know, evidently went to Jesus's mother. Oh, my God, what are we going to do? We're out of wine. Oh, the governor's here. And she directed them to her son. <laughs> but she said, whatever he says to you, do it. So the Lord will speak to you. He'll speak to you by his word. He'll speak to you by the godly counsel of, of, a, of a pastor or a dear friend. He'll speak to you in your quiet time. He'll speak to you. But when he tells you, when you hear his voice, when you get the direction, do it. Don't procrastinate. Isaiah 119, listen. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Now when he reveals your purpose to you, ask him for his help in getting it done. In other words, don't just get the answer and run off doing what you think you should do. There are steps and stages to everything. You want him to lead you to each step and through every stage, right? You want him to lead you to each step and through every stage. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1. There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. And finally, now as we close, I want to say that you're never too old or too young to fulfill your purpose. And if you're hearing me right now, you are right on time. This is your time. You're not late. You haven't missed it. Let's look at Matthew 20 from verses 9 to 16. And when those came who were hired about the 11th hour, they each received a denarius. But when the first came, they supposed that they would receive more. And they likewise received each a denarius. And when they had received it, they complained against the landowner, saying, These last men have worked only one hour, and you made them equal to us, who have borne the burden and the heat of the day. And the landowner said, Take what is yours and go your way. I wish to give this last man the same as to you. Is it not lawful for me to do what I wish with my own things? Or is your eye evil because I am good? So the last will be first, and the first last. For many a call, but few chosen. So it doesn't matter what time you get started. Doesn't matter how old you are. Doesn't matter how young you are. Just get busy taking action. Just get busy doing the work. And you too will be blessed. You too will receive your reward. Moses was 80 when God gave him a comeback with a major assignment. Moses fled into the wilderness, right? Because he acted hastily at about the age of 40 and killed that Egyptian soldier. I'm sure he thought it was over for him. But 40 years later, here comes God. God never forgets you. Hmm, I love that. God never forgets you. You under the sound of my voice. God has not forgotten you. He knows exactly what he has put in you. He knows what you're capable of. Doesn't matter what it looks like. Doesn't matter what anybody else is saying. You just connect with your father and let him guide you into that place of fulfillment and purpose. You have everything you need and the one you need to fulfill God's glorious plan for your life. You won't miss it. You won't miss it. You, under the sound of my voice, you will not miss it in Jesus' name. I love you. God bless you. And remember, you are born to win, born to reign in life. You're no ordinary person. You are destined by God for greatness.